Hello, hello, guys. You're listening to Beauty Bites with Dr. K, Secrets of a Plastic Surgeon. And today on the podcast, I'm here with the lovely August Bryce, the founder of Tech Wellness. And she's going to teach us all about mindful living in this tech age and how to avoid tech face, tech neck, tech eyes, tech skin. All of the above all the and more. So Thank welcome. you, Dr. K. It's so welcome. great to be here. Thanks for coming. This is one of my most favorite subjects. I nag my kids and my staff all the time about their neck position when they're on their phone and about, you know, using those Wi-Fi, you know, wireless earpod, AirPods, actually. Yes, uh, crazy, right? I'm crazy serious about the amount of electromagnetic radiation and, and EMF forces that are going into our bodies, and we don't even know. We're the first test generation of these products, so how are they really going to impact us? And we don't know. And the best thing we can do right now is use the precautionary principle, which is until we know, let's take some cautionary use when we get close to them. And let's just try to be a little bit safer. But I want to start about um, what you said about tech neck. So I brought you my favorite cell phone stand specifically to avoid that. Because, you know, there's a big difference from putting the phone on a counter versus setting it up a little bit so we don't have to bend over with the weight of our head and make a gobble gobble and need to see you sooner than we would normally need to see you. Yes, <laughs> right? that's so true. I'm going to show you guys pictures of all these. These are such interesting devices that you wouldn't even know existed, but they need to exist. So that's a, a really good idea. Yeah, the tech stand um, for cell phone support. And I'm so happy to hear you talk about EMF. I didn't know that would be our focus, but we already have thousands of peer-reviewed study studies that associate exposure to electromagnetic fields, and that's all of the energy that powers all of our wireless devices, to all kinds of biological effects from infertility, which I think is a huge one, to mm -hmm. cancer growth and tumor growth and some things like anxiety and mm -hmm. insomnia. So um, you started on this journey when you discovered that you had some chronic illness related to EMF, electromagnetic forces and fields. Exactly. I discovered that uh, the very first time I held a cell phone, I could feel it. And speaking about our kids, my daughter found the video from 30 years ago where I received my first cell phone as a gift from my husband, turn it on, and I'm, I am uh, physically... Uh, feeling the energy and I have to put the phone down. How interesting. Yes. And so I didn't know what it was back then. And everybody's different. I don't think everyone Absolutely. feels it, right? No. I feel it too. Funnily, like sometimes I'll be holding the phone and I'll just be like, my hand is hot. I just feel it. Well, you might be feeling the heat of the phone because there Not is a that, thermal effect. Different, like you an electrical like a, buzzing. Yeah, that buzzing. Mm -hmm. Well, the more we're exposed, the greater chance we have of becoming sensitive. Right. And when I first was quote unquote diagnosed with it, they thought about 1% of the population had it. Now it's looking more like 3 to 6% because it's cumulative. And the, the more we're getting of it, the more, I kind of liken it to an allergy. Mm -hmm. You know, you have too much of something and then all of a sudden you become desperately allergic to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's no escaping technology in life right now, unless you become a wildlife person in the wilderness and like a <laughs> hermit. But I think we need to learn to adapt. But I think that also it's very invasive in our lives. It does definitely becomes addictive and it definitely yes. makes it difficult to sleep at night if you don't put away your source of your blue light, which is your phone. Exactly. And those are those are the basic ways that we can deal with it right now mm -hmm. until such time that we're offered something else. My favorite thing to do is to turn the Wi-Fi off at night. I actually do not have Wi-Fi in my home, but when I'm visiting somewhere else to turn the Wi-Fi off with a remote control switch, which we have at uh, Tech Wellness, just makes it easy to not go too close to that radiation coming from the Wi-Fi 
And then we have the piece of unplugging and we're not subjected to the really strong EMF exposure that radiates from our Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And we can do things like not buy a more powerful Wi-Fi to mm-hmm. try to go to the first generation Wi-Fis that weren't pushing out so much energy because all of this is just to help us to be connected faster. That's yeah. all this is about. The need this, for speed. Yeah, yeah, the need for speed. It's hard to go backwards once you've enjoyed the speed. Well, you know what can give you even more speed is a wired connection. Yeah, that is so, so true. Yeah, it, it's more reliable. It's faster. Mm-hmm. Um, my home is completely wired, and I love it because mm-hmm. I have an EMF-free space that really helps me regenerate and feel good because, like you said, health challenges, I think we all have a lot of toxins that we're exposed to that can create health challenges in our life or make them worse, add on to them. And so it's just one less toxin that I appreciate not being exposed to when I can. Mm -hmm. So my mantra is distance is your friend. That's true. further you get from an antenna, from your cell phone, from a Bluetooth speaker, like you were saying, the AirPods right in your ear, that's not good. The further you can distance yourself from the stream of wireless energy, the safer you'll be. So um, when we buy our first iPhone, or yes. <laughs> or those of you out there who are not using iPhones, sorry, but when we buy them, we are signing away a little release form, and it says on there that there are unknown health risks related to electromagnetic fields yes. and radiation exposure from this device that we essentially carry around very close to our heads all the day long. And you know, on that note, it actually says, in that release, it says, stay five millimeters away from the phone, i.e. don't touch it. Millimeters or? Mil- millimeters. Tiny five, millimeters. Tiny, yeah, oh, very at tiny. all times? At all times. Really? It so like say, don't touch it on your person? Exactly. How interesting. And, and they say that they're tested for the very, very generous FCC standards with the phone five millimeters away. Right. And so to achieve that safety rating, they didn't touch the phone, actually. So we do need to know that, and that's why I carry my phone in my little crossbody. Yeah. So that it's just off my body and I don't touch it, and mine's typically on airplane. But these are little simple things that we can do. Right. Just to work with. So use your speaker phone. Don't put the phone up to your ear. Don't let it touch your cheek and face. Very it's, important. Yes, especially and, like you And saying. what age should children like be allowed to touch a phone even? Because they're developing, rapidly growing, multiplying cells in children's bodies. And the fact that their skulls are not as thick. Not as thick, and, and their so, brains are still myelinating yes. and developing. And people are getting cell phones in second grade, first grade, kindergarten. It's ridiculous. A lot of doctors would say 18. Some yeah. doctors would say 24 when you're fully developed in your skull. Yeah. But um, I work with Dr. Kimberly Young, the late Dr. Kimberly Young, who coined the term internet addiction. Mm-hmm. And we are now coming out together with a book for parents on age-appropriate technology mm-hmm. and why, and not just for the physical health reasons, but also the mental and emotional health reasons as well, mm-hmm. and then the privacy and safety. So I know parents are under so much pressure, and most of the kids have them by 10. Mm-hmm. But hopefully there will be some reflection and there will be a rally call to parents to, to think a little bit differently yeah. about it. I know. I made my kids wait till ninth grade. So wow. that was like by age 13, 14. How did that go? I mean, I heard complaints every day for three years. So it'd be like, Mom, everybody in class has this phone. When, when can I get one? I'm like, well, everybody's got one. You know, how am I supposed to reach out? 
go to the office, make a landline phone call, borrow a cell phone from a friend. Everybody's got one. <laughs> like, you know? But I literally, the moment they get phones, they they end up like you just never see the face and and ever again. They look, you know, directly mm-hmm. at their phone all day long. You see the top of their heads. That's about I, it. That's true, and I think parents really need to know that when you give you when you give your child a phone, that will become the center of their life. And for an adult, too. Like, it's difficult to do anything. If you forgot your phone, you stop in your tracks. So, But I get more and more concerned about the technology, like the EMF exposure aspect of it, because I do see AirPods wirelessly generating energy into people's heads. And people, young people, sit and study with these in their heads for hours and listen to music for hours. And we think of the long-term effect and then I think of the short-term effect because I'm sensitive, and I think of anxiety. That too. Insomnia, depression. These yeah. are things that are associated with electromagnetic hypersensitivity. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that there's so so much input in the world today, they might not know exactly where it's coming from, but it certainly can't help the situation. Definitely. Well, definitely people have more and more anxiety, and that's social isolation, and everything's happening mm-hmm. because of these phones. You're right. And... Um, the blue light. Yes. Yeah, so I explain was, the blue light. How does blue light reflect from your phone and your computer screen, and what does it do to skin? Very interestingly, you know, it's part of the the uh, light spectrum. We've got your UV, you've got your visible light, and it's called high energy visible light, HEV. Mm-hmm. And it's a part of the spectrum from 380 to 500. And it's also outside, but when it's on your digital device, it's there too much. Mm -hmm. And so you're looking at this digital device and they have found that this particular blue light is even more damaging because it penetrates deeper than UVA, Mm -hmm. which really surprised the researchers and me. And it can lead to aging via hyperpigmentation, brown spots, rough skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the more we can avoid it, the better off we're gonna be. And there are several things you can do you can put a blue light filter, like I brought you a screen protector, that's also a blue light filter. That's gonna take it down about 35%, so not completely. Mm -hmm. And then you can put on those orange glasses that you were just looking so hot in, (laughs) (laughs) and they wrap around. They're very functional because they don't let the blue light in to also affect your melatonin, which is separate from Mm -hmm. your skin, but it can protect the delicate tissue around your eyes. And that actually blocks 86% of the blue light, which is fabulous. Mm -hmm. And then you can also distance yourself. Just like the wireless energy coming from the phone, the blue light dissipates the further you get from it. Mm -hmm. So these are just practical things that we can do. Um, And I also have a whole section on, on skin on uh, techwellness.com and our cell phones. And another crazy thing is all the bacteria that's on the phone. That's right. That's a coronavirus talk. (laughs) Yes. I, you know, they haven't said specifically coronavirus is on the phone, but wouldn't you assume that also if it's, if it's on surfaces that it could get on your phone, we know for sure that the bacteria that causes or is associated with acne, Staphylococcus aureus. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Staphylococcus aureus. Thank yep. you. Thank there you. There you go. Um, so that actually has been shown to 
proliferate and increase when it's exposed to blue light. How interesting. Yeah, yeah they say about 10% of phones are covered with some form of bacteria and mm-hmm. definitely people take their phones to the bathroom and like yes. just, yeah, really need to decontaminate their phone. I wipe my phone down with alcohol and they have now UV cases that you can put yes. your phone into to sterilize phone them soap. with... Yes, yes, phone soap. Have you seen that? Yes, yeah. yes. So I've linked to them, the phone soap. And then I love my, because I'm really natural and organic, because I just, I'm very sensitive to all chemicals. And so I have these lovely organic wipes that kill 18 different bacteria, uh-huh. including the staphylococcus that causes the acne. So I try to wipe my phone off two or three times a day. I wipe my car down. I wipe my hands. <laughs> all, try to get it all taken care of at once. Exactly. But then can you imagine pressing that up against your face? Yeah, oh. definitely. I mean, people do get phone acne. They get acne on their face from touching just with their hands and their dirty pillowcases. So it's super important. For me, um, I feel that the blue light is gonna be a big cause of damage for people's delicate eye area. Because I think the skin around the eyelids is so thin that it's going to get even more absorption of the blue light. And I just feel that I even see aging changes earlier and earlier, even starting in age 20 and onward. I really understand this. And I'm so glad that you brought it up because I thought I can ask you about it. Yeah. What are you recommending? Of course, it's oxidative stress. So I know you have that lovely vitamin C serum or cream. What else can we do? Is there, they haven't proven that there's a particular sunscreen that can block the blue light. You would assume that some of there it There are must. actually some sunscreens now that have ingredients that do block blue light and red light, like, you know, infrared heat. So definitely mineral sunscreens. And I know that there are a couple out there that are excellent. My brand is great. I also love Color Science, which has the new technology that helps inhibit the blue light. So I think as we develop more tools, we will find reflective ingredients in the sunscreens that bounce the blue light right off our skin. So important. I will talk about your cream on (laughs) my site. No, it's very important to me to offer solutions. Yes. And we want to make sure that all of our solutions are science-backed because we're all in this together and we don't need a myth. We don't need a, you know, they they sell these uh, cases for cell phones that apparently stop the radiation. And unless it's complete block, it's more than likely increasing the radiation. Mm-hmm. And I feel so badly for people that they buy those and have a false sense of security and may even be making things worse. Well, there's not a lot of science or labeling out there on these devices that are claiming to uh, stop radiation or prevent blue light or prevent um, EMF frequency exposure. So how do people know what's a good, reputable device and what's not? Well, that's what we try to be at Tech Wellness. That's really the goal. We have experts that inform every single thing on the site. We test everything. And because I'm EMF sensitive, I test it first. Yeah. And I always have. And I, and I did buy the first phone case when it came out 12 years ago, hoping that it would block radiation and being so depressed when it didn't. Uh, but it kind of makes sense that easy fixes wouldn't work or they'd be provided by the phone company or the telecom. They, I don't think the telecom set out to make us sick. Mm-hmm. I think now we have it, we need to deal with it. Wiring is the best thing that we can do. Distance is the second best thing that we can do. So those would be your top three tips for healthy living and digital consciousness with I technology? Think so, and also just really keeping it in perspective and understanding that our technology was designed to make our lives easier 
and better. And as soon as it stops feeling that way, as soon as we start feeling pressure or physical effects, that's the time to step away. Are there tests that people can do to see how EMF sensitive they are or how much radiation is being emitted from their devices? I have uh, four different meters that I recommend on the site. And so you can take a meter and assess your environment to see if it's in a good range or a high range. And it's a lovely, one of my easiest, simplest meters just goes low, medium, high, extreme. Mm -hmm. And so you walk around and you find the best areas to be in. And then I recommend I have a whole list of building biologists that can come in and mitigate the problems for you. Mm -hmm. But typically we find it's coming right from our own devices. And if we just turn them off and I have a big section and I too did a podcast on electromagnetic hypersensitivity. And so uh, the section I, I talk about how you can tell if you are in fact sensitive to it and what you can do to help uh, mitigate that sensitivity. Um, so I think that answered those questions. I think so, yes. I want to see these meters, and I want to walk around the office oh, and good. check. We're going to do that. We're going to do that Perfect. where we check this different rooms, different levels of radiation emission. Um, in general, what would you say people should do regarding AirPods? Oh, absolutely. Do not use AirPods. Number one, I have a video showing the amount of radiation that comes from them. How much radiation comes from them? Uh, well, it's equivalent to... Uh, a little less radiation than you would have if your phone was right up against your head. But the problem is it's continuous. If those AirPods are out of their container, they are on and looking for signal. Yes. So 24-7, they're emitting energy. And they're emitting that energy directly into your ear, a direct path to your brain. So it just makes sense not to use them. If you have to, only use them when you're on a phone call. And if you really, really insist on using them, only use one. Right. So we can, you know, practically cut down as much as possible. I have these fabulous anti-radiation air tube headsets that stop the radiation that could crawl up the wires from getting to your head just with a basic air tube. Huh. And yeah, and they're 100% radiation free. Wow. So they also allow you to be distanced from your phone and I always tell people to try to stay a good foot away from their phone yeah that's <laughs> never gonna happen <laughs> right about, foot away from my phone I gotta go find this? my phone how about this cut off some of the functions that you're not using like if you're not using bluetooth turn it off because that's adding to the level yeah, if you're true. not using wi-fi turn it off and then if you have an, an iphone or a device that's stuck on your body like an iwatch Please don't. Don't have an iWatch. <laughs> and I... don't use your laptop with it sitting in your actual lap because oh. it's right next to your ovaries and your gonads, right where your reproductive cells for your future generations are going to be. And there are extensive studies, as you know, about the quality of sperm and the number of sperm once it's exposed to Wi-Fi energy and cell phone energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there are really, really good studies that showed that we need to be super careful. Uh, so you're right. I love those recommendations. Well, that's so interesting. I hope you guys will all check out Tech Wellness, the website and the Instagram. What's your website? Techwellness.com, T-E-C-H-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. There you go. And those you. that's where you can find all this interesting information. I think as consumers were given these amazing products that seem like they're flawless and they've been researched and studied, and we need to take a step back and realize that Literally, we are the test generation for all this electromagnetic frequency and radiation that's coming at us. And these devices are so amazing that our brains want to fly with them. 
However, we need to think about what skin damage we're getting, what exposure to brain tumors, astrocytoma, and like life-threatening things that a certain percentage of the population is going to get from repeat exposure, not to mention hearing loss and deafness from AirPods. So, Absolutely, that right. intent, oh, it's oh, happening. it's awful, and it's sound that's directed directly at the eardrum mm -hmm. without a channel for escape, so the frequency of hearing loss in young people is Sky, it's sky high. It is, it's and really especially just, for young young kids. Yeah, and that and it's happens permanent with nerve yes. damage that's not coming back. Does not turn around. Absolutely. So these are things I want all my clients and listeners out there to be aware of, and just remember that sitting in front of a screen all day, you definitely need blue light protection for your skin and your beauty and overall health. You are so wise on all these subjects. Thank you so much. It is such <laughs> a pleasure. I'm learning as I go from brilliant people like you. Thank so you, So there Kay. you have it, guys. If you're going to be living in this modern world, don't forget to use antioxidants every day because we get oxidative damage from the sun, which is so natural and one of the biggest sources of radiation out there in the universe. And from our own devices, don't forget to use mineral SPF 50 and better like mine. It's amazing. And that's it for now. Stay beautiful and stay protected. You can find me on my Instagram doing amazing things with people's faces at Beauty by Dr. K and D-R-K-A-Y. And my website is the same for those awesome products. Don't forget to check out Tech Wellness in August. Bryce, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. My pleasure intensely. That's Be well. it for now, guys. Stay well. Stop glowing electronically <laughs> and keep your skin glowy. Bye for now. Bye.